Uh, welcome, everybody, to the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. I'm Glenn Howard, and this is Charlie Dan. I'm with Rob McElhenney as well, and we got Megan on the ones and twos. Guys, this is episode five. <laughs> it's the end of the day, and we're punch drunk. Four eleven on a Tuesday afternoon, 2-2, bottom of the ninth. Oh, we're back. <laughs> Charlie, let me ask you a question. How do you get it up at 4.11 in the afternoon? How do you get it up? I had a chocolate chip dunker, Glenn. It was a, <laughs> it was a chocolate chip cookie that was meant to be dunked in coffee, only God I'm drinking a damn, sparkling that's... water here, and it's not doing the trick. Now, had I got myself a coffee, I'd be all fired up and ready to go, so I'm operating purely on the chocolate and the cookie. <laughs> <laughs> well, coffee at 4.11 in the afternoon is what I call a burn. Idea. Now, why would you call it a bad idea, Glenn? Had you had an improper sleep experience after uh, having coffee? My daddy told me that you need seven hours between your last coffee and when you go to bed, otherwise you won't sleep good. And is your body a doctor? And is he aware of all the things in the universe and how they work? And does he have superior knowledge compared to you or, say, uh, someone else who might also be a doctor? I don't know. Rob, what do you think? What the fuck is going on? Guys, this is uh, episode five of the It's Always Sunny in wow. Philadelphia podcast. Uh, we wanted to come Shout out of the out gates. Of the cannon. Wanted to come out of the gates it hot is, for that one. Guys, it is cause, late in the day. Well, we did. Guys, listen. You we, were falling asleep on the couch I, well, 30 minutes ago. Uh, yeah, I'm an actor. We I know how to dig down deep, Rob. You got to dig deep. This is the we mania that we've down. been talking about. No, no, no. The, it's ma- just, no. the mania is no. <laughs> it's just the entertainer in me. It's just the entertainer in him, Robert. Don't just repeat everything I say. And stop repeating what he's saying, man. <laughs> talking to We're you. Talking to you. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's Episode five, it. guys. Gun fever. Still, Gun oh, fever. No, that, still this no. one holds up. Well, I'll tell you why. Yeah, I like Gun things. violence, still a thing, apparently. Yeah. Gun violence, still a thing. I don't have seen anything from, from the first season in 10 years, but right. that one I don't remember at all. Shelly is incredible. Oh, Shelly okay, Desai. Desai, who plays uh, Huang. In the episode. And uh, by, by the way, he was supposed to be Korean. That's why his name is Wang. When Shelly auditioned, we're like, well, the character is only Shelly. It's got to be this guy. But we didn't change the name. We just decided to keep the name, even though. But uh, he is out of control. Guy. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> very funny. Well, he didn't know the tone of the show. Neither did we. We were trying to find yeah, it and figure right. it out. And he was playing the honesty. Well, of- <laughs> well, not only did he not know the tone of the show, he didn't know what the show was and what I mean, yeah. and granted, it was the first season, but he also yeah. years later didn't know that he'd done the show because he came in and auditioned yeah. for a totally different character. Yes, apparently having not known that he was already a, a recurring character on on the show. Correct, <laughs> correct, and he, outrageous. He was great That's great, and that too. Yes, but, but uh, we couldn't hire him. Remember that? Of course, he, fucking, yeah. we it didn't make any auditions. sense. We had to call our casting director and say, "This guy's already a recurring <laughs> yeah, character the in the show. He's on the he show. doesn't need to play Tony. He plays Wang. Yeah, yeah he plays Wang. Yeah, and he can't play Tony because he can't be too." different people yeah although although um, we did we have done that we have done that that's yeah, true so i found that very funny my, my favorite shelly Desai story though is at the season one rap party yeah which is uh for those of you who don't know at the end of a season all the time show you have like a little party at the end to celebrate with the crew and everybody who was involved in the making of the show uh you know to basically celebrate all of your achievements 
and uh, you know, pat yourselves on the shoulder and just an but it was a bit, but it's a big thing when you're first starting out it because is. it feels like, oh wow, you wrapped the show, it's a party. You're still young enough and full of life that you want to have fun. Yeah. Um, you don't have to go home to the stupid fucking dogs that oh, can't walk oh, themselves. Oh, oh, and, you know, like you want to go out okay. and, and drink and, you know, enjoy your life. It's nice for the crew. Everyone's worked really yeah. hard. It's been a long time. And it's just one night to be like, hey, we did. Yeah, we, we did, did it. That. Yes, we did we it. We got to do that. Let's let loose together. Congrats, everybody. And thank you for all your hard work. That type of thing. Yeah, and then everybody shows up. And it's or at least back in the day. Everybody would show up and it would be nice. It'd be nice. So, yeah. Rob, uh, Shelly Dusai. Yeah. Shelly Desai comes into the party, the guy who plays yes. Wang. You're the first person I think he sees. Yes. He walks I'm standing up. right next to you. Yeah. Okay, you're there too. I'm there for this. Yes. And and he comes up to you, and you're thinking he's coming up to you because you guys work together, and yeah. you know, we were on the show together. Yeah, you're thinking he's going to come in and be like, oh, hey, oh, what hey. a great time it was, yeah. Or, yeah. or something. Yeah, Shelly looks something at like, you. thanks for the job. Shelly looks right? at him, but instead, right, thanks for the game. Hey, hey, guys, good to see you again. Congratulations on the end of the season. We no, think he's going to, no, no, none of that. That's not, none of that happened. He walked up to you. I don't think he knew who the fuck you guys were. No. And he said what? Well, where's the food? Where's Where, the food? Where's the food? And, and where's the food has stuck with me for <laughs> yeah, the rest for of my time. life. Yeah. So anytime. You walked up to the show's creator. Yeah. Where's the food? Where's didn't the food? Say didn't say hi. Didn't no. say hi. Nothing. Just. just where's the food? A, where's fair, the food? a fair question. Where was the food? But it has become a running. Uh, listener at home. <laughs> this has become a running joke with us. Anytime someone orders food. I think five, five <laughs> ten minutes later, we'll Absolutely. look. We'll look at each other and say. Where's the food? Where's the food? Where's the food? Where's the food? This is the first time we had uh, Guginos. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Guginos is the restaurant that if you're a super fan, you know exactly what it is. But Guginos is the restaurant that in this episode, Sweet D goes to with, uh, what was Rosenbaum's character's name? Why am I forgetting? Colin. Colin. I don't think we say the name of the restaurant, but I remember when I was writing it. I don't know why, but Carla Gugino came to mind. And I thought Guginos, that's good. So that name, that restaurant is actually named after the actress Carla Gugino. Hmm. Now, that location is in the Herald Examiner, which was William Hearst's newspaper factory. Right. His newspaper was the Herald Examiner. His factory was in downtown Los Angeles, and it had been converted into a bunch of sets, one of which was a bar that we dressed. And so that's why Patty's the lobby. looks oh, like oh, sorry, it looks. Yes. Sorry, the, and the, the lobby yeah. of that building was Quigino's. Oh, my God, I'd forgotten that. Which we also used as the bank in the uh, episode where we pop our shirts off to try to yes. uh, yeah. uh, uh, yes. woo, woo the bank teller. And then a, a bunch of other locations were in yeah. that. Oh, D, D's, Sweet D's apartment. apartment. Yeah. yeah, We shot all over that fucking uh, And And hospital. remember every year they would say, you got to move out of there. You got to move it somewhere else because they're going to tear it down. And then they wouldn't tear it down. They never did. And then, well, they have now. Have they? Yeah. Oh, no. Gone. They tore it down. Gone. But they, they kept the lobby. Oh, so we can still go, do Guginos? No, I think it's like a con condos or something. And so I think so that's Guginos the is done. That's why we haven't shot there in a while, right? Because it doesn't exist. Yeah. That's uh, that's sort of an end of an era thing for me because I was in, really enjoyed those episodes. I mean, the gang the gang dines out, you know, the yeah. whole episode takes yeah. place in Gugino's. Yeah, I always liked that set. Oh man, that's a bummer. Funny that's, funny things happen in that that's set. That's too bad. That's too bad. Because it was overly fancy for these guys. Like it was palatial. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, I remember it was, it was a, a sound deal. issue, right? Because oh, it yeah, was very like marble everywhere, and they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. This particular episode, the sound is terrible. Like yeah. I'm off mic after. I did, did we not? When did we not wear body mics? Was that season? I think we one? must have always worn. No, there was a year. There was a season where we didn't wear them. Really? Yeah. Then season one, surely. Do you remember the season where we had a boom operator who was like he must have had all allergies yeah. or uh, was a coke yeah. addict? Yeah. But like yeah. he always was like holding the boom over your head. He'd be like, <clears throat> and I 
And I'm like, look, if I'm hearing it, you got to be hearing uh, it. I'm, I'm, I, dude, I, I am constantly amazed at how often a boom mic guy will be the one who's making the most noise. Well, they can't. I, they're, they're fucking all, chewing gum. I'm like, what the fuck are you? Whenever I see a boom guy chewing gum, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? That's because that person's hearing everything except except himself him or herself. Son of a bitch. I hate that shit. We, I don't like chewing gum. I just don't like it. I don't like it. That's misophonia, right? Misophonia? Misophonia? Mis misophonia, yeah. I do, I do like have a... misophonia. I do. Look that's, it up. That's long established. Chewing drives that's you. That's long established. It, it, well, bugs, it bugs me too, I'll, I'll admit it. It does, yeah. I'll admit it. Yeah, that makes me feel better about myself. You're not alone in that. Just don't smack your gum, man. Don't smack it. Uh, if you're yeah. going to insist on chewing it like a fucking cow, just don't smack it. You fucking jerks. Stop and definitely smacking. don't pop it. You don't be popping and smacking your gum. Smack and pop your gum. You know, you're not, we don't want to fucking hear it. We don't want to hear it. We've got our own things going on. It's like, I'm thinking about something, but all I can hear is you. Fuck you. Guys, did you notice on the show we yell a lot? On, we, on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, uh, and, and we yell over each other. Well, quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, that was always, always part of the quote unquote quite a charm. charm of the show, wasn't <laughs> it? You know, which is also why a lot of the reviews were like, I don't like it because it's just people yelling at each other and they're not totally wrong. And I think a lot of people were like, I like it because it's people yelling at each it's other. It's people yelling at each other, yeah. just like I do with my friends in real life. I talk yeah. over them because I don't, I have shit to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a question for you guys. Mm. Mm. Rob. Hmm. Well, I, let me oh, take this. Char Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, okay. Good, good. Well, well no. I mean, you started Let's get with real, me. man. You started with me. I feel like I've asked you a bunch of questions that I want to start with, Charlie. Good. Uh, he's also a bigger star. Okay. For now. Um, True. It's too late, Rob. You're 44. Yeah, it's too late, buddy. He's, he's, he's established. The door, the door is closed. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's closing. It's closed. It's closed. <laughs> it's closed. What are you, Gene Hackman? All right. <laughs> well, I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Um, Charlie, how, yeah. do you, how do you feel about guns? Well, they're awesome. You like shooting them? Yeah, a lot of fun. Go to shoot some skeet or whatever. Is have you done that? Have you, have you yes. skeet shot? Yes, and it's a blast. It's awesome. What have you done? Have you done skeet? Have you done clay? Have you done clay pigeons? Yeah, pigeons. Clay pigeons. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I've done that. Thanks mm -hmm. for closing that. He's closing the blind. Clay, you're hearing <laughs> uh, an awful He's scraping so sound. He's so jealous of me. He really My is jealous. God. He doesn't even want me so to see jealous. you. Jealous. But 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 it's totally insane. I, I mean, I think I remember being naively optimistic that when we were making the episode and we were calling out sort of all the problems with mass shootings and things at the time a little bit and the problems with gun violence in our country, thinking that like, well, but it will get better, you know, that like, yeah, we'll have this sort of snarky social commentary in, in our show, but you know, by the, you know, in 10 years or so, we'll get past some of this. So I am mm -hmm. displeased, you know, if you're asking my full opinion with guns, which is like, it's crazy. Yeah. I think the problem is that we can't acknowledge that there's a problem, mm -hmm. which is just nuts, well, which is yeah. just nuts. And yeah. then, you know, the, I think the other thing that people hide behind, they say, well, that's a mental health issue. Well, sure. Also, yes. Also that. So we can do two things so like, at once. Let's, work yeah. let's on do two things at once. Let's work on both. We definitely hit this issue much harder in the uh, Gun Fever 2 Still Next Hot, which we'll, we'll, yeah. which we'll get to in a long time from now. Yeah. When the fuck did we do that? Season seven or eight? No idea. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember either. They do start to blend in quite a bit. I could name probably 
season again, have not having seen them for a decade, I could still name all the episodes from one, two, and three, maybe even four, and then I'm lost. That's it. And then I'm lost all the way up until yeah, because they just kind of start to blend together. Right. Rob, right. let's take on guns. Let's get real for a minute here. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a you know we can't just do the episodes about these heavy topics and then just totally avoid them. I think it's a complicated issue. I have a firearm I myself. I have yeah. a firearm. I have a handgun in my house mm-hmm. that I keep locked in the safe. Mm-hmm. I enjoy shooting the gun. It's like mm-hmm. a pistola, I, like a little yeah, like a, like a little like a little pistola. Yeah, it's safer. Yeah. You die from like the lead poisoning. <laughs> you, by the way, what, you talk about pistolas, or you used to talk about pistolas a lot. What is right. a pistola? I don't, I don't know what it is. Well, I'm, I don't know. I might, I might be making it up. But like, but the tiny, you know, like the little tiny gun that like can fit in the palm like of your hand, oh, yeah. like a little derringer, like, like a gentleman's gun. With yeah, a derringer. Who like, or like, like where the madams used to keep them in their purse. Right. Yeah, yeah, really, like, yeah. like the man who you don't think has a gun, then suddenly he shot you, and he's like, surprise! I had a gun all along, <laughs> right. like that kind of gun. Well, what else, guys? I mean, uh, what else? I can't be the only one asking questions. No, that's no, right. I, no, I, I, I didn't sign up to be the host of this fucking no, show. I was, right? Nor do we want I, nor that did from we, you. Uh, are you sure? Are you sure? Because yes, I'm the only yes, one keeping no. the goddamn thing on track. Yes, yeah, that's well, what you I think. see how you can perceive it as that. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay, well, let's just I'll fucking sit here with dead air. Though, and just fucking dead just air. Dead air. Dead air. Um... <laughs> No, okay. Well, there's a me. Yeah, that see, you you hate the gum smacking, but you love that from Danny. Uh, absolutely. Oh, well, that's what. I, but that's what I love about it is that it's so fucking obnoxious. So if you make a joke about it, I mean, my favorite joke in in uh, the pilot that we did, which nobody ever saw, <laughs> boldly going nowhere, <laughs> was the fact that uh, Ch- the actor Chad Coleman, who played uh, the character Cobalt in the pilot, um, who plays Z on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia was the security officer on the spaceship that the show took place on. And he had put someone in the brig because they were chewing their gum too loudly. Yeah. That whole sequence makes me laugh yeah. super hard. And he the, was fantastic. He's always fantastic. Yeah. He's like giving my character a tour around the ship and he sees the guy and he's like, well, what's this guy in for? And he's like, all I was doing was chewing gum. Yeah, <laughs> and Chad's like, the yeah, was? but you were smacking it, <laughs> driving everybody crazy. <laughs> it's like the best delivery ever. His eyes bulging out. Driving everybody crazy. Uh, do you remember who played the kid in the brig? It was Eric Zimmerman, our oh, assistant. Our assistant yeah. at the time. That's right. Yeah. Hey, can you do your CCH Pounder imitation? Because that's a classic. Oh, yeah, what's the line? It. Yeah, let's see. Um, God damn it, Dutch, what other errands do you have us running for the DA? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Now, there's going to be a large yeah. portion of our audience that doesn't know CCH Pounder, and I That's suggest fair. seek that yeah, woman out. Watch an episode of The Shield, which is fantastic. She's fantastic. I can assure you that is a perfect. Well, I think the one in the episode that I did was probably a little bit closer just because I think I'd warmed up. I think I'd studied. I think it was a little fresher in my head. I, yeah. Yeah. I remember when we, I must have been season one or season two, I got gifted from FX, The Shield, which is kind of a funny gift to be like, here's here's our show. Here's our show, right, right. But it turned out to be a great gift because I watched them all and that show was fantastic. Oh, yes. God, show I wonder was, if they have a podcast. Show, that show blew my fucking mind. The first time, when I saw that pilot, I was like, man, this show looks like shit and it's yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. And you know, Kenny, so uh, the first time I met Kenny was at a party. Kenny who? The guy that plays Lem. I can't remember the show. <laughs> <laughs> the, the I guy, knew I liked it, but I don't remember. He, the guy who barely the, got any fucking lines. He's crazy. very affable. He's not blonde hair. Yeah, blonde hair. Uh, not Vic handsome. Mackey. Not yeah. um, not Walton Goggins. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, within three minutes of the conversation, he was like, "Do you want to arm wrestle?" 
Oh, and I was like, ah, Wait, where was this? Yeah. Where was this? This was as this actually at John Langraff's house <laughs> for like a Christmas party. John Langraff, guys, is the president of FX. Go. Yes, I had just smoked. I don't know a thousand cigarettes with Walton Goggins because I was still smoking <laughs> cigarettes. That's how long ago this was. Season two, uh-huh. like and he was like, "Hey, do you want to um, arm wrestle?" Okay. And I was like, I just met him. I was like, what? Uh, no. No, no, I don't want to arm wrestle. I, th- I thought he was joking oh, at first, man. but then he was like, oh, man, all right, cool. Like, was he drunk? Nah. And I was like, what's, wh- why? And he's like, I just, arm why? Wrestle. I, I just arm wrestle everybody. Like, this is kind of my thing. And I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. okay, well, maybe later. And then he, then he proceeded to tell me how he was the arm wrestling champion of the Pacific Northwest. Oh, so he would have broken your arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he just wanted to. But he's a very sweet man. Yeah. And then eventually I did arm wrestle him because he you? very clearly wanted to. Yeah, but he started me. He was like, you can start all the way. And I had like started all the way down. Where and my, he still got you? Where, where he was an inch off the table. Oh, yeah. I mean, he would rip my arm oh, straight off my body. Do you get, you, so you guys remember the movie, the Stallone movie, Over the Top? Of course. And there's that, you guys remember that, that montage sequence at the end where it's the final competition and everybody's doing there is a moment in that montage of arm wrestling bouts where a guy's arm clearly fucking snaps in half mm-hmm. and it's just it's real quick you see the guy you see his arm you see him wince and it cuts away and the sequence keeps going and i think that, you know they were just like well that guy lost you know is the idea behind the sequence in the film but if you're watching even slightly closely enough, you see the guy's fucking arm snapping. Now, out, how it quickly is did the AD yell, cut? This is a callback to the this very first episode. This is a callback to the first knew, episode okay, because, well, hey, man, the guy's arm is broken. If he knew, Get the scene. If he knew that it was a montage sequence and that the point of the sequence was for that guy to lose, then I would argue that he could call cut very, very quickly because it's not like the guy had dialogue. You know, yeah. if he didn't- Does it matter with a broken arm? Not like, no. It's not like you're gonna bleed out, right? You could, you could shoot you could, for a while. Well, it depends on how tough you are. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, those yeah. MMA guys, yeah, right? Yeah. He, he he kept fighting. Yeah, his arms dangling. I saw a guy. There's a guy whose arm was broken, and he punched the guy with the broken arm and knocked the other guy out <laughs> with the Rich, broken arm. Rich no Franklin. Way. Oh my god, that happened for real. That's outrageous. It broke his arm. Yeah. And then knock the guy out. I tell you what, I'm not that tough. Tell I you can, what, you get no. a gun, you don't need to do that. They, that oh, right. God. Right? No, yeah. Jesus Christ. I can't, it's funny. That, that, ooh, that actually made me cringe. That scared you? That's, it did. It, did. it, sarc- that's, it was sarcasm. Well, it's edgy. It's very edgy humor. Edgy humor. humor. Very edgy, edgy humor. humor. Yeah, but it, it got me. That, uh, it sent like a surge of uncomfortableness through me. fear. Yeah. It's just, the thing about guns. Well, because it's so, it fucking people are... People are crazy. People are fucking crazy, and they're shooting each other. Back it's, to the mental health issue. It's it's yeah. and oh, guns. What the hell's going two on? Two for one. Man. Can we work on both? Two wars. Two issues. Two issues. Yeah. yeah. At the same time. And guns. Yeah. I don't know. I got you know. I, my theory on all that is uh, honestly goes back. It's just an evolution thing. We have not had time to evolve into uh, the kinds of creatures who, who all of us can actually conform to the rules of society. Look, before, when we were just tribes of people and we had to defend our tribe, you want the fucking maniac whose who's bloodlust will allow him to slaughter everybody and anyone who comes near the tribe. Or you her. want that guy. Or, or her. Sure, or sure, her. sure. But let's, you know, let's be honest. Um, cut that, well, cut, that, cut, that, cut, that cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. But you, you, you want a psychopath in your choice. So in other words, I'm saying there, you know, there was a, a use for that guy. Yes. You know, mm. even 5,000 years ago to have mm. a fucking, a, a full-fledged maniac 
in your tribe who's just <laughs> fearless and fucking insane who will slaughter and kill anyone and everyone who even comes. I mean, it's like, you know, those guys, well, they're also, just like, just give me something to kill. Now we've te- we're telling that guy's ancestors, like, you can't kill anybody. And they're like, I, I, and then you sit him down in a fucking desk chair and an office and have him stare at a computer and think that he's not eventually going to kill somebody. By the way, that guy can still go join the military if that person wants and, pra- right. and practice their killing techniques and, and become a, a weapon and go on clandestine missions around the world, whatever it is. But, Hopefully you can channel it and you, you're, you're, you're taking out the right people, though. But you have other systems at play here, right? All of a sudden you have uh, commerce coming into the mix, right? So we're, not, we're out of the feudal system in terms of like that maniac is now guarding the castle with his bunch of people. And now it's like, well, we have these weapons. We've had, we'll have this weapons race. Now we have these, the technology that we make guns readily available. But now we're going to sell them. Now we're going to make money off selling guns. And guess what? We're going we're gonna to market them to people and we're going to sell them. And then now they're everywhere. So it's all these things. It's all these things. Yeah. You guys are pitching the movie Fight Club. What? Yes. Right I now. I don't know what you're that, about. Megan, that's Fight Club, right? What Glenn what and Charlie just, just, just described as Fight Club. Never seen it. Just go back and go check it out. <laughs> no, you're, you're wrong. Like, that movie's about soap. <laughs> that movie's about soap man <laughs> about a soap and meatloaf. That's about a soap maker who beats people and up Brad in a basement. Pitts and meatloaf and Jared Leto's... Meatloaf. Meatloaf. I forgot Meatloaf was in there. Yeah, Meatloaf's actually great in that movie, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Everyone is, because it was Fincher, and you made them do like 900 takes each. Yeah, and it's you're like, going to get a If you can't get one good take out of 900, then you got to recast the actor, yeah. right? That's why. Brad Pitt changed what every actor wanted to look like with that fucking movie. When he took his shirt off in that basement, and you saw that torso, every single actor went, well, that's the new standard. And it's uh, practically unreachable. And, uh, and it's just... And it's, I love picturing you in the theater being like, well, that's the new standard, folks. <laughs> What's that way? Yeah, getting up and walking out. Well, guys. That's the new standard, everyone. Thanks Tur- Turning to all my actor, actor buddies and being like, well, guys, that's the new standard. You know? Yeah. Oh, God. But it was. He's, I mean, I was like, you are just... It's just lighting and makeup. No. Genetics. And diet. I mean, he, you know, Genetics he, he, he cut, he cut well, yeah, hard for that. But he's just a beautiful human he's being. Gorgeous, so he's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Why? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I love him. want to be him. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, Brad. He looked really lonely that time we saw him here on the Fox lot, didn't he? He was sitting by himself. Sure, he's fine. Didn't you do? Yeah, yeah I think he's all right. Sure, he's fine. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> He's all right, yeah. dude. Don't worry about Brad Pitt. You know it's lonely. You worried about Brad Pitt, Rob? No, I'm not. I'm you worried just about him? No, not he's at doing all. okay. I'm sure he's doing. Let's have him on the show. Let's see. Maybe he'll tell, tell us about. Guess it. what? Surprise guest. He's here, Brad. What do you have to say? Well, that sums that up. Thanks he's for a coming, man of Brad. few words. Man you know, he lets words. his body do the talking. You guys have a lot of celebrity friends. Yeah, yeah. Do, okay. do, yeah. Do you feel like you have a lot of like big celebrity friends? Like outside, like I'm friendly with many people who are celebrities. Well, now, here's the but do I do I have a lot of celebrity friends? Here's a, well, a the smattering. The grossest game I don't that we've ever played. Uh, that's actually really really fun, and it's just gross. And poop toss. Probably cuss. No. Mm. No. 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 Poop toss was great. <laughs> no, that was pretty gross. Uh, no, is everybody flip through your phone and who has the most celebrity phone numbers in your contacts is the grossest oh, game God. you can possibly play, but also really, really fun. Too. Rob, you hang out with The Rock a lot. Is this true? Yeah. Yeah, I see The Rock quite a bit. 
Um, <laughs> you, you guys are just talking about an. That's just an actual rock that yeah. you talk to, right? Like yeah. just a rock that's in your garden that you talk to. You're like, hey, rock. You know what is kind of funny? I and was the thinking, rock's like, call me Dwayne. <laughs> I was thinking about this in terms of celebrity pals. You're very good friends now with like Chase Utley. You're like best friends. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about that joke that we had where you <clears throat> write him the letter. Which we wrote before you knew Chase. You right? didn't yes. know him at all, right? No. That we just wrote that joke in and then mm-hmm. and then you got what you wanted. And then we became well. Well, he made a response like, video, didn't he? Yeah. Isn't that what well, and that how the whole thing kind of started? Oh, yeah, that's between what it you was. and Chase and, and yeah, he he responded to it and then we got him on the show and then we just became friends. And now you're and just, our wives became really good friends and now we're and they, but it also helped that he moved to California. You do have friends? Uh, who me? Yeah. I, I do, but I don't like uh you don't That's like the word I'm looking for. People. people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, I prefer to be by myself. I'm actually quite introverted, believe it or not, even though I'm very loud on this podcast. Well, let's <laughs> rewind back to that first minute and a half of this podcast. I don't see an introvert. I, actually, I do. Maybe I do. I see an introvert who's ready to explode at any moment. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm very angry. I didn't say I wasn't angry. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm introverted. I really am to a dangerous degree. Like if I had absolutely nothing to do and no wife and children, I would I would spend weeks at a time never leaving my house. Absolutely. And never talking to a single fucking person. And then I'd come out of it like, oh my God, that was awful. But then I would do it again. The next chance I got, I would do it again. Anytime my wife goes out of town with my kids, I, I spend the whole fucking time in my house doing nothing because I love it. I love it. I just want to be left alone. <laughs> now, you, right. Charlie, you wrote something down. What no, were you writing? He's doing it. He's doing it. He got bored. I got a little bored. I drew a little shape. Yeah, he draws this. <laughs> this. I thought for a second you were taking notes. Oh, God. Do you remember all the great like stuff that Charlie used to do when we'd be sitting in the edit, all three of us. Before phones. We, before phones. Yeah. Because now you can pick up your phone. Where you, yeah, you would do, Char, we, we'd pick, we, he'd just like pick up a magazine. By the way, phones would, existed. Oh God. But before smartphones. Smartphones. But Char, Charlie would pick, Charlie, by the way, is a, a very talented man in almost every facet of uh, artistry. No, go on. No. <laughs> it's true. But like you would pick up magazines and you would like find a picture of somebody and then you would like doodle on the person's body and face to turn them into a totally different human being. Yes. And I remember thinking, that is the funniest shit. Oh, you do it with headshots too. Headshot. Well, like that is audition a, headshots. That is a Jimmy Simpson technique. So Jimmy Simpson and I used to do that to our own headshots. <laughs> like we have a, a, a pile of useless headshots and we got it, we mastered like erasing. You can yes. erase them. You so can erase like, the ink, right? Yeah. You're like, wow, I can erase my eyebrows can erase- and erase my eyes. <laughs> and, and Jimmy would sometimes cut in different eyes from like a magazine. <laughs> For a full season, you guys did this in the in the editing room. And it was I, the funniest fucking thing to me. You Jim, loved it. I, I felt okay. so left out. Jimmy was a master at it. I <laughs> was okay. I was okay. We got to have Jimmy on the podcast. That man yeah. is, I love that man so much. He is the, fu- nobody, that man makes me laugh so fucking hard. He is so, Brilliant. so, so funny. Brilliant guy. Also yeah. very good at like what, anything he wants to do. He's like very good at yeah. it. Yeah. And just a good dude. Just a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Drinks a lot of strawberry Yoohoo still, maybe? I don't know. Quick. You know. I don't know. Didn't have the best diet. Did, I met back in the day. When, no, when, that was a long okay. time ago. So when I met Mary Elizabeth, my wife, and uh, we met in New York, we met and we met outside of a, a, a play that I was doing, and we all hung out in a bar, and she you came. tell us that story? Yeah. yeah. We, I'll, I'll skip it, because you guys know it. But anyway, she was at my apartment, and she opened the fridge. And the, that night? Not the next morning, pal. Wow. Oh, hey. Very. Woo. 
Actually, I left her because I had to go do a recording for IFC that I'd forgotten about. And had you consummated this, you the relationship scum. already? No, I don't think you so. Scoundrel. We had a little bit of fun. Uh, knock, it knock it off. Hands it off, just hand stuff? Hey, keep it clean. Hey. Yeah, just do hand stuff. That's my wife, guys. Okay, um, I'm sorry, so, you're right. Uh, anyway, she opens, she's <laughs> un- understandably uh, thirsty hungry. She opens the fridge. I'm living with Jimmy Simpson. The only thing that is in there is only two things. <laughs> Strawberry gogurt. Oh, God. That, like, Jimmy had bought. And <laughs> a, a meat, a hunk of, like, ground beef that had, been, that had been shaped into a penis. <laughs> yeah. Because Jimmy and I are making a funny video about a man who smashes his penis off with a hammer. (laughs) And we needed a fake penis. And, uh, you know, that pretty much sums us up. That sealed the deal. She was like, I got to marry this guy. She's like, this this is the one. This is my guy. This is the guy. Well, that makes perfect sense, actually, because her sense of humor is just as twisted and strange as yours is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a very, very funny human being. Yes, and wife. Yeah. What else do I want to know? It's 510. So we've been talking about a little over an hour here. That's about podcast. Oh, well, this is, that, that should be that the should end. That should be then. it. That's the end. No. Oh, that, that was too abrupt. That was too abrupt. Like was too abrupt. Glenn, no. you're the host. Um, Why, Glenn, okay. you I knew it. <laughs> Fine, I'll be the host. <laughs> well, we've been singing the birds of war, and one of the things that we'd forgotten, <laughs> which was the lyrics, which I think was the best part of that song is that we're singing about the fact that we're not just birds, we're that we're men, yeah. we have muscles. The whole song is about clarifying that you're not just a bird, but that you're also a man. You also have the muscles and you have all the best man. parts of a bird, but also the best parts of a man. Like, yeah. it's, it's but we like, reiterate one more time in the song, but we're also men. Yeah, right at the birds end. of war. Yeah, well, maybe we'll sing it for you guys sometime and get the lyrics right. Wouldn't maybe we'll do great? it around the season nice? where we uh, do, that, nice? do that episode. Six years from now. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. Stick with us, guys. I promise it's only going to get better from here. Oh, grasshoppers. Spooky or not spooky? 